George Springer will lead things off for the Astros. Hitch on the way. And that's drilled deep to left field. And you can't kiss it goodbye. Leadoff home run for George Springer. one nothing Astros. Springer doing such a good job of being more patient at the plate. Got one he liked. And doing what he does just about as well as anybody in baseball leading off a ball game, knocking that out of the park. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team and our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. 2-2. And that's drilled. Deep right field. Piscotti going back on the warning track. Looking up. See you later. A two-run home run for Josh Reddick. His first long ball of the year. And the Astros' lead is 3-0. Make that three home runs in his career off of Estrada. Josh Reddick coming back home. Breaking balls pop to left field. That one's got a chance. Grossman goes back, looks up, grand slam! Alex Bregman, a four-bagger. The kick and the pitch, and that's lifted left side toward the line. Long run for Gurriel. Kemp's coming in. Kemp makes the call, makes the catch while going into a slide, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros make it 10 consecutive wins. And greetings from Oakland Coliseum in Oakland, California, where tonight the Houston Astros wrap up a two-game series against the Oakland A's. Astros took the series opener 9-1 last night as Josh Reddick 3-for-5 with a two-run homer. Colin McHugh got the win with six scoreless innings as the Astros have won 10 in a row. A's have dropped their last two. Astros 12-5 and on the year, first in the AL West, while the A's sit at 10-10 and in fourth in the division. Time for today's pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Wade Miley getting the ball for the Astros today, and Miley's been very good so far for the Astros. Ran into a bit of a pitch count issue his last start against the Seattle Mariners, but still gave up just three runs over four innings after the 41-pitch first inning. Yeah, he stranded some base runners, or else that one would have gotten away from the Astros. So he did a good job in... Uh, limited innings for the Astros. Didn't have his uh, usual command control, what, however you want to say it, uh, for Miley from what we've seen in the early going. And Oakland A's, kind of like Seattle, we've seen a difference with Seattle's offense. Oakland A's will wait you out if you're not showing them that you can throw that cut fastball for strike. So that's the, that's the order of the business. The priority for Miley is to show that he can throw that cutter on the inside corner early in the game against those right-handed batters. Frankie Montas getting the ball for the A's, and he's he's really the one hard thrower that they have in their rotation. Yeah, and he's a really hard thrower. He's 95 to 99 miles per hour, and the Astros, in the past, they've waited him out. You know, they got his pitch count up to 92 after five innings on April 5th when they faced him at Minute Maid Park and got him out of the ball game. Uh, not a lot of damage against him, but, you know, he, he never usually does. I mean, he he's out there as long as he can, and, and he'll power you. He's got a good split-fingered fastball, tough to pick up. So to beat Montas, I think, again, you, you want to wait him out. You want to make sure that he throws strikes. you got to get him up in the zone and, and get it out away from you because, he, remember, he's got a lot of tail on that fastball too. 
Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. You talked about a little earlier with Wade Miley, Steve. So important for him to establish inside to these right-handed hitters and this A's line of all right-handed hitters and switch hitters. Yeah, it's not like he has to pitch that way all the time. We've seen him certainly command the outer part of the zone, but to be able to get there, I think, for Miley, and this is when he turned his career back around, was that he was able to establish with that cut fastball that he can throw strikes inside so hitters can't dive out over the plate and get the barrel to it. Coming up next, we'll have the manager show presented by Waste Management. A little later, we'll hear from former Astros outfielder and Houston area native Robbie Grossman plays for the A's, but now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford box? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. Well, a good streak for the Astros. Everything clicking pretty well. And last night's game, uh, the big blow probably with two outs when Alex Bregman connected, AJ. Yeah, that was a that was a big spot of the game because they uh, we gotten in, in Estrada in some trouble and anytime you roll the lineup around, um, it's dangerous. And so uh, you know George has the good at bat, draws the walk. You know Jose has his at bat, and 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 then you think you know they think they're got a chance to get out of it, and um, and Bregman comes up and 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 delivers a key blow. Breaking balls pop to left field. That one's got a chance. Grossman goes back, looks up, grand slam. Alex Bregman, a four-bagger. The Astros lead it eight to nothing. Boy, breaking ball all over it. All over it. For Bregman, home run number two on the season and now has seven RBIs. And this crowd is silent now. We, we, we hit the ball out of the ballpark a couple times. Uh, but when you look up on the board and four guys yeah, are, are coming around and, and – uh, I think it made it what eight nothing at the time. That that that's that's a tough that's a tough thing for the other dugout to overcome. Hey, since you strolled in the door in Houston, you guys now have four winning streaks winning streaks of ten games or more. What sticks out about this one? Um, I just think the consistency of, of of our entire game. You know, you're, you're not gonna you're not gonna win this many games in a row without really operating at a high level all across the board. You can't play bad defense and win games like this. You can't have a bad bullpen and win games like this. You can't. Um, you can't have game after game where you're not putting the ball in play um, and have and, and have game, have wins like this. So I, I think just the the complete baseball that we're playing will lead to this. And we always talk about winning series and winning homestands, winning road trips, and things like that. Um, that mindset carries over, and, and the momentum starts to pick up, and the guys start uh, getting into the winning streak and, and try to win tonight. What does it tell you about this team that you guys can win the low scoring games and the high mm -hmm. scoring games and you know, string nine guys up in an inning. Things yeah, like we that. we have a lot of ways to beat you, and, and I think that's that's one thing we take pride in. And some of the detail stuff that we worked on in the spring, the leads, the trying to put put pressure on with the running game, um, having good at bats. Josh Reddick returning to being a good hitter first, and then now all of a sudden hitting for some power. Um, the bottom of our order being productive, which we saw with Chirinos drawing some walks, and Tony Kemp's been good down there. Uh, Jake Marisnik's gotten off to a really good start, and I think. When you have when you play complete baseball, you get contributions from everybody. Then you have the days that that, that Springer explodes and Bregman explodes and Jose carried us for a week. Um, it sure does make it hard to beat.
And then the, the bottom third, or the bottom three guys in your rotation. Obviously, you got Verlander and Cole at the top, but in the games that Miley, McHugh, and Peacock have started, you guys are seven and two this year. Mm-hmm. It's a little different from from years past, but these guys are pitching really well. They are, especially McHugh. I mean, yesterday yeah. was was as good as he's been all year, and and didn't get the swing and miss like he's like he's gotten, and still found a way to get soft contact um, and get through his outing. And then you know our bullpen. Has been very good in those in those starts as well, and um, you know even the game where Miley and Peacock basically split the game mm-hmm. um, in Seattle, they find a way to tandem it up and 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 be good. So, um, you know obviously that the top end of our rotation there's kind of highlight real famous guys uh, when 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 McHugh and Miley and Peacock um, are giving us five and six innings of quality work, it sure does make it. Uh, make us make us feel like we have a chance to win every day. Then Josh James coming in yesterday, giving you a big inning when you needed it. Uh, it's been back and forth with him out of the bullpen. Some days mm-hmm. are really good. Some some days haven't been. Uh, what are you seeing with his progression? Well, his his delivery um, is still is still under work. I mean, he's still a developing pitcher, and, and he burst on the scene last year, um, maybe when we didn't expect it, and all of a sudden found his way onto a playoff roster and was throwing 100 miles an hour in the playoffs. Uh, what we what we have to remember is he's still a developing pitcher. He's he's trying to clean up his delivery. He's trying to make sure that he can get some extension to glove side and, and execute pitches and not just be a stuff guy, but actually be a true pitcher. Um, you know, oftentimes that comes at the AAA level, but right now he's in the big leagues and he's he's trying to learn on the fly with Strami and Josh Miller and our and our, and our pitching guys. So um, I like the fact that you know we sent him out there for a second inning yesterday, almost developmentally, just to make sure that he can repeat his delivery. Um, the stuff out of his hand was much better than it has been. His execution was much better, um, and he, he left the ballpark in a positive outing, which is important when you're a young pitcher. All right, AJ, keep keep it going. All right, Sparky. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Robbie Grossman, outfielder with the Oakland A's, came up with the Astros and a, a Houston area native. And you know, it's amazing when you think about when you first got to the big leagues with the Astros, 2013, Robbie. It's much different team, much different situation. You're you're much different point in your career. What would you tell yourself now that you didn't know back then? That's a good question. Um, just keep grinding. Um, it's uh, It was a different situation back then, and uh, it's, uh, it's funny how things can change and uh, all sorts of things happen, and uh, just keep going, keep grinding. You never know what's going to happen. You got off to a slow start when you first got to the big leagues, which certainly isn't uncommon, but you finished the year strong, had a pretty good hit streak that year as as well. At what point, whether it was that year or later on, did you feel like, hey, I, I belong here, I'm a, I'm a big leaguer? I always thought I, would, uh, I could play, play at this level. Yeah. Um, it's just um, this game's tough, and uh, there's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a challenge every single day, and uh, I enjoy the hell out of it. What do you feel like this year in particular you've, you've improved upon or, or doing anything differently this year? Uh, just continue to have that growth mindset. Um, yeah. Trying to get better every single day, uh, just even the little things. Um, uh, treat every day like it's a new day and uh, continue to get better. One thing that I've certainly noticed just watching you from afar, you know, you've always been a guy who's seen a lot of pitches. That's always kind of been your calling card. That's what we heard about you when you are coming up through the minor leagues. But you're not it seems like you're not as passive as a hitter now as you were maybe early in your career would you agree with that uh yeah um i think i do a better job of picking and choosing my times mm-hmm. um i got to play with a guy joe Maurer, in minnesota for the last three years that was 
like people called him too patient, but the, the way he approached his bats, every bat was outstanding, and it was just a learning experience to watch him hit. And um, he's a, he, he helped me a lot, um, just when when to pick your spots and when to when to not. Now, the Joe Mauer, and I mean, you're talking about obviously one of the greatest players in Twins history. They're going to retire his number this year, uh, his career ending after last season. Uh, how much did you learn from him just from watching him, or how much did you learn from him actually just talking to you and having conversations? Just a little bit of both, but mo- mostly just watching him. Um, there's nothing nothing you can say about Joe that isn't professional. Um, he, he, the way he went about the game, the way he handled himself on and off the field, uh, but, man, he was really talented, and, and he had a plan every single time he went to the plate. And uh, I, I want to say it got overlooked, like how really how good he really was. And um, it, it was just uh, watching him every day, I learned something new. USA's team that you're with your first year after playing over in Minnesota the last few years, going to Japan, just finished a stretch with uh, 18 games in 18 days. All of it. There, there was a rainout mixed up in there uh, in Arlington, and obviously it's a pretty grueling stretch, but it had to be pretty neat to, to get a chance to go over to Japan and not only play the two games there against the Mariners, but also the Japanese teams, uh, the exhibition games. Yeah, it was a great experience. Um, probably will never get to have that quite of experience anywhere outside of baseball. Um, but it, it was very eye-opening playing some of those Japanese teams, and uh, it was it was fun. The fans are great, um, great city. Um, I was, I'm really uh, lucky I was to be able to be a part of it. When you saw those Japanese teams, what kind of stood out to you in terms of maybe the differences in how they play the game versus how it's over here? Uh, just uh, I think the thing that stood out to everyone was just their practice and everything. How they played a night game. Mm-hmm. and played a day game the next day, and they were there at 6.30 running on the field. Wow. And uh, just how much that how much went into their practice before the game. Uh, I know it was their spring training over there, but they had like 60 guys on their roster. Wow. And um, just they were just they were grinding. And uh, But it was fun to watch. It was fun to see those guys. Uh, baseballs were different. Um, so it was cool. Baseballs were different. I've heard they're, they, is it, they're smaller, is that what it is? Smaller, and they're real sticky. They're like... Um, they put something on them to no. make them sticky? No, it's just how the balls are. Um, uh-huh. They're definitely smaller, and then they have, like, a like a tack to them. It's kind of different, but it was fun. Um, like I said, I probably will never get to experience anything like that to that extent, and uh, I was lucky to be a part of it. Robbie Grossman, always good to see you. Glad you're doing well, except, obviously, when you're playing the Astros. Well, thanks for having me. <laughs> there comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9ASTROS.